0: There hasn't been any great advances in
1: prison rape or space trouble. The father the holy choice. Hello and welcome to Toy Fop. I'm Charlie Clausen. I'm Will Anderson. Hello. So this morning, right? Okay. I go to wash my car. Yep. Um. Because you've parked your car on my street. I have. It's like Bat Shit Central.
0: I don't know why you bother washing it. Yeah, it's crazy. Surely by the time you've washed one bit of your car, the other bit of your car already has Bat Shit on it. And again. you're not exaggerating. It actually happens like that. I mean, you can come
1: around to my place for an hour. Well, if it's during the daytime, it's birds. If you uh, come at nighttime, it's bats. It's like they do like a swing shift where they just, there must be some union deal between the no. birds and the bats. Let's tell you how many cars we can shit on. In this street. That would be great if um,
0: that's a plot to the final uh, Batman movie. Oh. <laughs> Christopher Nolan just has the penguin and Batman going around shooting on people's cars. I thought you were going to say it's like
1: sounds like the plot of a new Pixar movie. Right. It's like, you know, adorable <laughs> yeah. uh, anthropomorphised uh, animals shooting on cars. Shooting on cars. <laughs> well, you could take the cars from the,
0: that other Pixar film, Cars, and mix yeah. them with a... Have they done a bird one yet? Oh, you know what? Angry Birds. It oh, could be bird. Angry Birds <laughs> meets... Uh, cars, like one of those crossover movies, like when Predator fought uh, Alien, Alien,
1: yeah, or Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, they yeah. could have Cars and Angry Birds versus Angry Birds. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> they're like they're like sworn enemies. So, um, because of the fucking bat bird thing, I have to wash my car every morning. Otherwise, it looks like I'm driving a puma And I went out this morning, and my hose had been sliced, like evenly sliced, just near the nozzle. So someone had cut the hose. Yep. So I was like, holy shit. And I said to the general like, is this like some vengeful neighbour or something? And we could not figure out all day what had happened.
0: Deduce, what happened, Will? What do you think happened? Um, teenagers cut your hose off so they can make bongs. That's what I think happened. Yeah. But, but they've th- cut it off at the nozzle. Normally well, you just take a little bit off the end. Well, Normally no, it's
1: like a circumcision. No, because both ends have a nozzle on it. It's one oh. of those, you know, the little orange clicky thing yeah. at both ends. So they cut it under the nozzle and they cut another section. But I didn't. I couldn't work it out. I was like all day, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what have I pissed off a neighbour? Is some kind of like revenge attack for some hose indiscretion from years ago or something like that? You know, (laughs) the mafia is sending me a message by cutting my hose.
0: Yeah, it's like, well, you know, um, that Craig Thompson thing that we talked about on the last podcast, the union official, like who's now the union official of that union, had to make an official complaint, um, you know, that he'd misused union funds. And then the next day at her house, there was a shovel Oh really? On her front doorstep, and that's like meant to be the union's like sending her a message that she was digging her own grave, or. But isn't aren't they a hospital union? Shouldn't they send her like a bedpan or something? Yeah, but this was like it was a metaphor for that she was digging her own right, grave. You right, see, right? Not only was they, not only was she going to die, but she was literally having to dig her own grave <laughs> first. He's <laughs> a
1: shovel. So I'm not nearly uh, smart enough or have enough lateral thinking that if the mafia was to send me a message. I would get it. Like if I found a shovel, I'd be like, "Awesome, free shovel! Yeah. <laughs> this is great.
0: Free horse's head. Awesome! <laughs> we'll be eating for weeks."
1: I was driving around <laughs> with a mate of mine, and uh, I, I was... like that the mafia were a bit like a cryptic crossword. What do you mean? Oh, they get well, a... you know, they're oh, they like... Like, the, like the Riddler.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're leaving some clues. Mm. Just going, like you know, you literally waking up with a horse's head in your bed, going, "What does this mean?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. I mean,
1: there's been a few real life examples, like the Zodiac Killer. He he taunted the police, didn't he?
0: Mm.
1: Like. What do you think that's about? Is that about wanting to get caught or is that just
0: about ego? Well, that's about – I mean, I imagine if you're like – I mean, we're both, you know, people who've written stuff, who've created stuff, and, like, while there's some joy in creation, you want to show other people. Yeah. Like, you know, you're like this – you know, imagine you're writing all these amazing scripts, but, you know, and you knew they were genius. They were Oscar winners, but nobody – Angry Birds versus Cars, for instance. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, and nobody was seeing them. You know, I guess that's what you're doing. You, you want the attention.
1: Yeah, but it's kind of like you want to get caught, isn't it? Like guys who cheat on their girlfriends. You know, like isn't there a whole? Do thing they taunt
0: of, their girlfriends? <laughs> <laughs> do they send them plain like, messages? He's cheating on you. Cut out pieces of paper. I wonder if anyone's no actually ever done that. You wake up with a horse. Well, no, just so you want, to, you you want to break up with your
1: girlfriend. You're too much of a pussy to kind of do it. So you make up like. You write notes, anonymous notes, to her saying he's cheating on you. That way, you know it can just be like a clean break. More would be a clean break, but
0: that's not a clean break. You're dumping yourself. It. It. If you're going to like set it up, you've got to set it up that she was having the affair. So you'd write notes as if they were from a guy, and leave, leave them around, and then discover them and right. say, "What's this note? Yeah, yeah, from yeah. this guy. Yeah, that's perfect." <laughs> Have you contemplated this at some stage? No, but now that I've come up with this idea, <laughs> I think I could write a book. So I what, could write like you know one of those like self-help sort of guide to breaking up. Books.
1: So you would write it in the handwriting of the guy, the 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 fictional guy who is cheating with your girlfriend. Yeah, that's so right. So what's the first note you write?
0: Um, what does it contain?
1: What's something it really aggressive, like and sexual. hey, asshole.
0: No, no, it's not to me. Oh, you're writing to her. Yeah, right. he's not writing me notes. Oh, no, I know. I'm right. There's like notes to her, like right, you know. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, so, but, so
1: you are. So you're 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 saying you go to the girlfriend with the note and say I found this. Yeah. And where do you say you found it? I found it. Um, I was going through your diary. See, <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I reckon you've got to write it to yourself. Because
0: why would he be writing? Because oh. otherwise. No, that's I mean, a good point. Yeah. That's even cleverer. Yeah. So you go, hang on, what's this mail? Yeah. And you open it because you've mailed it to yourself. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I like that.
1: Yeah. You go to a post office wearing dark glasses. <laughs> A post that, like um, on the other side of town, and get yeah. it sent to you. Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't take my own car. Yeah. No. Just in case I get like you know a speeding fine or something, and they have That's a record of right. my car going towards yeah. this post office. You go, to a, never you gone go to. to a building site. Yeah. <laughs> they always have guns. <laughs> People are like, why are you buying a gun? Aren't you just mailing a letter? I just thought I might need a gun. <laughs> so, alright. So, um, so you I go, mail it I, to yourself. I go to another suburb. I mail a letter to myself. With like some sort of vague allegation against my girlfriend.
1: So, what do you say? Like, is it along the lines of, "Hey, look, I I think you should know." Yeah, hey, I, I, I'm like you know, not not for nothing. Not for nothing,
0: mate. <laughs> bros before hoes. You should know. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's all written like Doctor Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> so. Not for nothing, dude. So, yeah. bro, no, was it? So bro? you should know, bros before hoes. <laughs> It just ain't so. (laughs) Yo. (laughs) She gotta go.
1: And that's it. And she's like, you think I'd fuck a guy? (laughs) (laughs) Like that?
0: Like, you are having an affair with Dr. Seuss. So do
1: you do one letter or a series of letters?
0: Well, the first one's like a teaser. Okay. It's like when a movie comes out, you've Mm -hmm. just got the little teaser, you know. So So maybe just a question mark or something like that. Oh. Well, that's too much of a teaser. Well,
1: maybe what about something... I'm not driving
0: to somewhere what, I've never been to mail a letter that's just got a question mark.
1: What about something like you take something of hers and put it in the envelope? Oh. So oh. so you open the mail in front of it. you say, oh, what's this letter? What? And you open it up and it's like some like her, an earring of hers or something. Yeah. And then there's a note and like this dude just said, um, all it says is, hey, you go from one of this back. See, that's perfect.
0: Oh, my God. That's vague enough, isn't it? That's good. Yeah. it's really good. Yeah. Except that the floor in that would be that she would know... I never would have noticed her earrings. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it doesn't matter because oh. the note is there saying yeah. your girlfriend wanted this back, and you're like, "Is this yours?" And is she's like, "Yeah,"
1: and you're like, "And she's where like, 'Where'd you? Why'd you find that?'" And it's gone, so this, letter. this letter, this letter just arrived from some suburb I've never been to. And she gets freaked out because yeah. she wouldn't immediately. She had no idea, so she's not immediately. She's going, well, well, "What? You don't? You don't I mean? think
0: she would immediately suspect that her <laughs> loved one <laughs> was <laughs> involved in some intricate plot?" To (laughs) break up with her by sending her a series of cryptic letters. No, but
1: what I'm saying is I don't think she would immediately immediately jump to the conclusion that there was some kind of guy thing, like it was a guy thing. I think that she'd think it was... Something at work. It could backfire a bit, though. Because if all it says is your girlfriend wanted this back and it's an earring, maybe you were fucking some girl in your bed and this girl took the earring. Don't you think? How has she taken the earring? Well, just say your girlfriend's gone away... And you fucked this other girl, right. and she's taking an earring because she's crazy, crazy yeah. klepto chick. You okay. met her a Saturday night. You went to the Beach Road Hotel.
0: <laughs> you watched some horrible
1: white reggae band. You picked up a backpacker, one of those klepto backpackers. Yeah,
0: we, we've just been yeah, dancing together to White Men Can Jump. <laughs> That's right, I remember that. Fucking she, hell. And she's like, No, white men can reggae. Oh, white men can reggae. <laughs> and, um, And then she's gone, hey, I'm staying at a backpackers. Can we go back to your place? By the way, this didn't happen. I'm just saying (laughs) this is what your girlfriend could
1: think. I think that plot is actually better thought out than the plot to break up with her. Okay. All right. So she she could think that. So, I mean, would she throw it back at you? I'm just wondering if it's it's a bit too vague that the points are going to get across. Do you know what I mean? I understand what you're saying. Yeah.
0: But uh, assuming that I haven't done that, (laughs) I think I'm fine like whatever her accusation to me is I'm going to say well I know this is not true because I'm the one setting up this fictional <laughs> scenario no, 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 no. The first but what voice. I'm
1: saying is like you because what you're trying to do is sow the seed of doubt in her mind yeah. right you're trying to well not sow the seed of doubt but you're trying to make it impossible for her to kind of dispute this kind of thing yeah. so by making it so vague she's, she, say, she says well all it says is your girlfriend wanted this back like is she talking about you know is it a guy who wrote this or a girl who wrote this yeah that's a good point so it's in manly writing it's written on the back of a beer guy store <laughs> yeah. or something.
0: And there is no love hearts above the eyes. Yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> Alright, so it smells like aftershave, how about like yep. that? Alright. No, that,
0: that oh, aftershave smells like yeah. perfume. Some gay guy got your earring, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I, 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 I fall into my own trap because I'm so successful so so, so forgetful so yeah, right. successful
1: successfully forgetful I am, like Dr. Zeus. yeah
0: I'm very good at um, I'm very successful at forgetting things Yeah. Um, so I've like having one of my forgetful days I've opened up this letter mm-hmm. looked at it and gone smelt the aftershave and gone oh honey some gay guy found you and, <laughs> and, and move on and it's not until days later I'm like
1: oh God, that's right that was oh, I'm my I was that
0: gay guy a complicated
1: plot <laughs> To break with my girlfriend.
0: All right, so let's just say it's something along those lines—a teaser. What's yeah. the next letter? You write? Um, you get from one of this back, and That's it's a dildo <laughs> in a post pack, like one of those GB post packs. It's a really big dildo. <laughs> Have I gone to the post office and bought the post pack? Because you
1: bought the post pack, but you didn't take the dildo into the post office.
0: No. Yeah. So I've actually gone in measured up a post pack that I think is the size of my dildo, taking it home. Have I I oh, just in the car? Have I just popped out? Is it walking? No, I... I oh, because I, oh, I haven't got it. a car. I haven't taken the car.
1: Oh, that's right. Because you of, took a taxi? I, maybe no. I took a taxi. But no. I can't, then the taxi I can't, can like, I can't leave
0: the dildo in the taxi while I pop into the post office. I can't be like, hey, dude. Can you do two separate Hey, trips? dude, excuse me. <laughs> could you just wait here for a second? I will leave this dildo so you know I'm not rushing home. <laughs> I can't do that because that's the sort of thing you get traced. No, but, but do two separate trips. You get the dildo
1: on one day. Oh my
0: God, this is a lot and of then,
1: trouble. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe, so you're saying you get the dildo on the same day. I assume you Because otherwise you've got to ha- hide it around your house somewhere and you run the risk yeah. of getting caught. And that would with be harder dildo. to explain <laughs> than the complicated plot to break up with your girlfriend.
0: Exactly. So it's got to happen really quickly. That's, that's my question with the mafia. Did they have... Like a whole bunch of horses, that they were just like you know that did that. Mafia have a horse farm that they kept in case of uh, emergency, threat, like if someone like you be, know Needed to be threatened, or does someone need to be threatened? And then you're like, oh fuck, I've gotta go. And it, get a you horse. know, it's
1: it's only the Godfather where the horse thing. It's not like a regular thing that mafia do. The whole reason the horse head thing happens is the guy in. The Godfather was a horse trainer or a horse.
0: Yeah, but then it became a thing, didn't it? Isn't that the no, way that...
1: Like copycat yeah. killers, really? Like
0: in the same way as like sometimes things in The Sopranos were reflective of the gangster community and then sometimes because gangsters loved The Sopranos, they became things that like gangsters what? did. I've never seen The Sopranos. I like... have no idea. <laughs> Charlie, but I know that... That's and there's the another Topop fact. <laughs> that is a Topop fact. <laughs> that statement I made with full confidence... May or may not be true, but I think it is true. Tofot fact. Uh, so let's just assume it is true for the for the flight of fancy that we're on here, Charlie. Okay. Let's not get bogged down in facts when we're talking about this fictional scenario. To leave a series of clues, so my girlfriend breaks up with me. Yeah. yeah. Um, if the mafia did indeed leave horses' heads as threats, would they have a constant supply of horses for which, for threat purposes only? Or just every time there's a threat, do you have to go and get a horse? Yeah. well, Because surely after a while, like, you know, if you go into a pet shop and you buy heaps of rats and then every th- third day you're like, oh, my rat died. They yeah. know you're just feeding them to a
1: snake. Or that you're on crystal meth and fucking them,
0: <laughs> throwing
1: them in a dumpster. I
0: think they were rabbits. Oh, rabbits. <laughs> Charlie, he wasn't a rat fucker. He was oh, yeah. a rabbit fucker. My apologies. <laughs> Fuck rabbits to death in case anybody doesn't know that. Like literally... No, we, we, we've, t- we've talked that, and on, would that felt, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. good. No, there we go. Uh, <laughs> but not rat. He drew his line at rats. Yeah, he had standards. Yeah, he didn't think rats should to get married. <laughs> he was like, this is going to ruin... If, if rats are allowed to fuck humans, this is going to ruin the beautiful... <laughs> Sanctity human- of marriage. <laughs> Sanctity of human rabbit fucking. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're assuming that just they just get it case by case basis. Because otherwise, as a horse, that's a quite a good existence until the moment, like up until then.
1: I know, What if they're running just like a, you know, like a, like a meat farm, just like horses? Horses that like break their legs and shit. They, what if they get sent to like just some kind of. Oh, so they're like race horses. Like a reject, yeah, like a reject shop for horses. So it's every all,
0: time at the races, there's like a horse that goes over and they take them behind the screen. You see a guy, guy marf- with dark glasses <laughs> <laughs> just. A violin case. <laughs> <laughs> <They're> just- <laughs> Yeah. making making horse race course veterinarians offers they can't review. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So mm. the dildo. Mm. You buy the dildo. Is yep. there a note with the, it? There has to be a note with the dildo this time. Not Otherwise, no. it's going to be really confusing. But hang on. I mean, and you don't have to answer this, but in this hypothetical situation, does your girlfriend use a dildo? Because it's only going to make sense if she uses a dildo, isn't it? Uh, or is it just like a
0: sexual kind of thing? Like, is he returning her dildo? Oh, look, you know, I think that could be remain a mystery or you know what I could do what? is, um, get the dildo whether she has one or not. Right. And then <laughs> uh, let's, let's assume she doesn't cause I don't have to match the dildo. That's even uh, harder. Yeah. Like it's hard enough that I have to buy a dildo for this <laughs> situation. I sneak one into the sex shop. And go, and yeah. Have you guys got this, uh, one? Um, so I just get a dildo But what I've done Secretly During the day Is get her fingerprints Off a glass uh, yeah. That she's been drinking from yeah. In some way That you can do that With yeah. sticky tape and stuff Yeah, And then I put those fingerprints On the dildo Right And then when the dildo arrives I'm like Whose dildo is this And then I accidentally Spill some flour oh. On the dildo <laughs> <laughs> uh, Like you're I'm trying like, you're... It's weird that this dildo has arrived I'm making pancakes Yeah For the first time ever <laughs> Oh my God! I've spilled it all over the door. No. These there's, are your fingerprints. I don't know if you need to go for the fingerprints. All right, did you ever read the book Cujo?
1: Stephen King book Cujo. Did you ever read that? not enough, I did. There's a b. There's a b storyline or a subplot in that where the mother of uh, the kid in Cujo has been having an affair with this guy. Right. And so you get to follow his storyline. The the lover. What would you call, okay. what do you call that? Uh, the um, what's like a what's a guy you have an affair with? Not a mistress. What's the male version
0: of the uh, oh, uh, what is a uh, the
1: the lover? Uh. uh uh, what is it? it must be oh. a male version of that. Of mistress? Of like, yeah, an adult, an adulterer? Yeah, an adulterer. Yeah, that'll do. There is no, no there's a word for it. What about c- cuckold? Is he a cuckold? Uh, I don't
0: even know what that is. Cuckold. cuckold. <laughs> <laughs> I just like saying cuckold.
1: Uh, no, I think a cuckold is someone who demeans their partner. I don't know. Anyway, it's like if you get cuckolded, it's like you get put down or embarrassed yeah. by it. Okay. Let's okay. just say, so the adulterer. <laughs> so you follow his B storyline and... Um, she has broken up with him and said, look, I'm married, you know, I'm going to end this. And he gets enraged and breaks into her house one day and he wants to leave a message for the husband to find. Yeah. So he wanks onto their bed and leaves a note saying, do you think um, that birthmark next to your wife's pussy looks like a question mark? Because she has a little mole down there. Yeah. So that's his way of saying...
0: Well, that's pretty precise though. Yeah, right. You know what's going on there. He hasn't been subtle. Yeah, he so- hasn't said a question mark.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so do you bust into your own house, yeah. wank onto your bed yes. and leave a note and, say, and then describe something in your partner's genitalia that only you would describe.
0: I think all she was saying in that situation is, you, you, <laughs> why have you written a note? You should just wash the bed. Why have you come up with this complicated, you've clearly wanked on the bed. <laughs> And you've thought, instead of washing this sheet and getting away with it, I have to write a note. Uh, that would be, like,
1: probably the most humiliating moment. <laughs> <laughs> would be, she's come back early from work and she walks in and you're standing over <laughs> her bed just, like, uh, like angrily, angrily wanking. <laughs> just, like, so angry.
0: And there's a handwritten note. How do you explain your way out of that one? I like that I've written the note first. I suppose that makes sense. I suppose I would make, write the note first. We're going to be asleep in about two minutes. So. <laughs> you imagine that. It's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. uh,
1: You're like, what? Oh 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 oh, oh. It's like noon when you do it. You pass out. You wake up. You hear the front door and it's now night. She <laughs> walks in. You've got your pants around your ankles. <laughs>
0: and and <laughs> some old magazines <laughs> and some clack. <laughs> What? Oh, because you're cutting the letters. Oh, cutting. I thought you meant porno
1: mags, no. I didn't know what you're doing with the clay. But... <laughs> Why don't you just handwrite the note? I mean, you can print the note. You can type it. It's not like 1940s. You don't have to cut out newspaper clippings. You can you can just like print it off your computer. Oh, that's a good point. But she'd probably recognise
0: because I wouldn't change my font. Yeah, what do you mean? Do you she'd have be a... like this. This. Uh, she'd be like this. This letter's written in a very delightful comic sans. Is that what you write everything in? You know? No. Oh. That's that's the comic. If you ever get sent anything, you know, comedic, like a funny press release or like something like that, it's always in comic sans. Yeah, which
1: is also the same as like uh, websites from nineteen (laughs) ninety (laughs) nine. Like back when websites were one tone, it'd be like canary yellow with like then sort of like green comic (laughs) sans font.
0: Or people who print out party invitations or things like invites or like posters or whatever. And the only thing you could really do because it was before like you know clip art and graphics and all that sort of stuff. Um, all I could really do was just change the font from line to line. <laughs> so, like, what the first line "You are invited to" would be in like a really traditional yeah, font, yeah. and then Charlie's birthday yeah, party or
1: squiggle. Birthday invites are hard, man. Like, good thing Gemma is like a background in graphic designer. Like, she's got a background in graphic design, sorry, I should say, because like making invites yeah. sucks, man. Boring. Like, I mean, I I I just email. Yeah. Like, if I want to do something. But people make make invites. Yeah, old
0: fashioned people. No, people like from you get oldie times. No, e, e like e invites. I mean stuff emailed to you. Oh yeah, I know that that is weird that yeah. e invite because that's someone who's gone to all the effort of like a a card and then just emailed it anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: you think? Because they
1: email, they shouldn't put any
0: work into it. <laughs> I don't at all. Email's meant to be ruthlessly efficient in my world. So email should be something that you do. Yeah, in quick... I don't like people who even faff around on an email. What do you mean? Lengthy email? Yeah. Just like t- like we're catching up. We're not catching up. Yeah. You know? We're, we're not catching up. There's no... I don't want to know about other th- shit that isn't like... So
1: if someone says, Hey, Will, how are you? No. You
0: skip past that oh, line. oh, for fuck's sake. Now I have to tell them how I am. <laughs> just write You me don't an answer
1: everything that is outlined in an email, do you?
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, I
1: do, Charlie. <laughs> Line by line with (laughs) footnotes.
0: It's like, okay, is there a question in here? (laughs) Must answer. does seem like a rhetorical question. Do you have any kind of... All
1: right, just say you're emailing someone that you're not really friends with, but you want to break the ice a little bit. You want to have an informal approach to them. Do you do some kind of gaggy thing like, uh, hey, Will, long time, no email? No. I do. That's like my... Of course you do. That's my professional icebreaker to say, hey, you know... Let's let's talk like, you know, we're not so distant that we have to be fully formal, but we're not close enough. I'm just going to give you a very bad gag. No, (laughs) No I appreciate
0: that. I think that's a real, that is a genuine icebreaker. Yeah. I don't want the ice broken. Yeah.
1: Okay. More ice. More ice.
0: Bring me more ice. I don't want, it's like, here's one, here's an ethical question, a moral question for you in the world of Facebook. Yeah. Now, um, Facebook have done something to Facebook recently. Where they have like Facebook chat seems to turn itself on. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Like in the old one you could just turn chat off and nobody would be able to see if you're online and chat with you. Yeah. But whatever Facebook have done recently, like every second time I turn on my computer, Facebook chats on. And before I know it, I don't know, people must sit there like with the buzzers on side of the century. <laughs> and just because the minute you log on, there's someone like, Hey Will. Like Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. Like, how do you know? I don't even know how to know if other people are online. Isn't there...
1: A, is this new, are you saying? Because I just thought there was a disabled function where you can just... Yeah, there like, is. There is. Yeah. And but used, then it resets itself. Obviously. Yeah,
0: it's been resetting itself. I don't know why. That is annoying. Yeah. So occasionally when I've just logged on to do like... Because I use it mostly work-related. So I've logged on to do some work thing, post something, and I've got 30 seconds. But then you have like four or five people go, hey, Will, like whatever. Is this your personal Facebook or your... Personal. So it's uh, only people that I would like... Be ...know with. in the real world. yeah. yeah. But still not necessarily someone that you want to chat with. Yeah. I chat with, of all things. Yeah, exactly. At that point of time. They yeah. may well be someone that you'd happily have a long conversation with at some other time. But you've just logged on for a couple of seconds. Yeah. But then, like, if it's someone there, I might that might go, hey, what? Like, hey, you wanted this thing on Thursday night. Yeah, I'm on. I'll see you there. That's my, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Notice no questions, no, no follow up needed. No, no, no. See you there. Yeah. And then they come back with another. It could be an or, or, like uh,
1: automatic response messaging yeah. system. <laughs> so generic and non specific and impersonal the responses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, cut and paste. Well, that's actually maybe you could develop an application where you install it into your computer. Oh. If you can't be functioning messenger, and it just answers it for you with just bland, non specific responses like, "Hey, Will. Hey." <laughs> You gonna be at the comedy store? Not sure.
0: <laughs> I mean, hopefully, because you are so unin- hopefully. So you are. Uh, I like hopefully because that hopefully's got so that thing generally. of like hopefully to me says uh, you know that I wish that I could hopefully, but unfortunately, there already seems to be circumstances yeah. which might prevent me from being. No able to one do who it. ever
1: says hopefully yeah, means is yes. really coming. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> hopefully
0: means no, hopefully. dear God. But I'd like you to think that I. It's like I, I always
1: it. use hopefully when. Um, when I'm dealing with a post-production house mm. and uh, I want more time in their editing, we don't have to pay for it. Yeah. I'm always like saying, um, hopefully, well, hopefully it won't take too long, <laughs> <laughs> which means it's going to take a long time.
0: <laughs> hey, Will, can you do this 19 date charity gig for us? I mean, you will have to cancel quite a lot of your work <laughs> and, um, it will end up costing you money because you'll end up donating money to the charity every night as well as doing really horrible gigs because they're for charity. Um, are you available in April? Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Hopefully I'd love, I'd love to be involved stuff. if I could be. I mean, if I can make the schedules work, I would love to be involved. Hopefully.
1: Hopefully. It sounds. It also sounds like the name of like a one-hour ABC drama or something like that saying, Rachel Bilson. You know, like her name is Hope. Uh, Davy's a doctor, and yeah. she moves to a small town, and yeah, and it's called, hopefully, yeah, I like it Yeah.
0: Yeah, we could pitch that. We could do along with
1: works. our Angry Birds versus cars. Yeah, Um hey, if someone did take our ideas from this yeah. show, just say that, like you know, them hopefully became a series. Hmm. Do we have any? Do we have any argument to say that was stolen from us, or could they just argue, hey, look, wasn't well, that original idea, fuckheads?
0: Um, hopefully. Ah! <laughs> That's what Jesus should have said. I'll be back. Hopefully. <laughs> Fingers crossed. What are, some,
1: what are some famous kind of quotes from history that have been questions and the, and the smartest answer ends with hopefully.
0: Oh, like, so, you know, so, oh well, it wouldn't even have to be a question, but it, like it could, even Neil Armstrong could have, when he stepped on the moon, he could have gone, this is one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who knows? <laughs> this might be the peak of human existence.
1: I can't think of one. I am not a crook, hopefully. Hopefully. (laughs) By 1990,
0: no Australian child to be living in poverty. Hopefully. Hopefully. (laughs) I have a dream that one day black people and white people will live together in perfect harmony. Yeah, hopefully. (laughs) It's not not get crazy. I mean, who fucking knows? (laughs) We will fight them on the beaches. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, people won't run away. (laughs) I mean, British beaches aren't that good at the best of times. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, uh, I don't like to make fun of the homeless. Uh, I just... I, some comedians are always like, ah, oh, I saw this homeless person and he's my homeless material, right? I don't like to make fun of the homeless because most of the time, something's gone wrong in your life. I don't really like that. Yeah. But... <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> Today, I'm in the city, and I'd already had this weird experience because a fire truck came by, reasonably slowly, but its lights were on, but its siren wasn't on, but its lights were on. Yeah. And then about three minutes later, a fire truck came by, blaring in the same direction, sirens on, lights on, full speed ahead. Yeah. And I just couldn't work out what had happened. Like, had the fire not been that big? So the one
1: went past with lights on but no sirens.
0: Yeah, followed by and not f- and
1: not going fast. Followed by one racing down the street.
0: Yeah, everything blaring. Minutes later, Yeah. Right. it was like the fire had it got really bad in the last three minutes. <laughs> like at the start, it wasn't that bad. Just get here when you can. That makes sense. We've got sense. it under control, and then like three minutes later, oh
1: fuck, no, we don't. Or well, could it just be coincidentally, one truck was not even going out to a fire; it was just travelling off to like get some donuts yeah. for the guys back at the <laughs> station. <laughs> and he just happened to roll past where yeah. a fire was going on.
0: And then the second truck came going, the guys really need the donuts. <laughs> <laughs> so what does that have to so, do with homeless people? Oh no, so anyway, I'm in the city <laughs> and I'm at the traffic lights and I'm waiting to cross the street and there's this woman with a pram yeah, and she starts pushing her pram mm. towards other people. Like, you know, as if she was going to hit them.
1: Right, in an aggressive manner.
0: Yeah, with the pram. And I'm like, oh my God, that woman's like bashing people with her baby. Like, that's that's really fucking weird. Yeah. And then she was getting really angry at the people. Jean-Claude Van Pram. Yeah. <laughs> that they wouldn't get out of the way. Right? So she's like, why won't you get out of the way of a woman in a pram? And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, either... Was she... Well, from at, a distance? So, from a distance, I couldn't tell. Yeah, no, at right. the start, I just thought it was a woman... I thought she must have accidentally been pushing her pram towards... Like these other people, yeah. But no, as it turns out, she was like a crazy person, like pushing, yeah, this pram like, towards other people, like as they're crossing the street. Yeah, so imagine we're at a like a four way crossing. Yeah, and so we're waiting to cross With the lights. Yeah, and and then there's a lot of people going in both directions. Yeah, yeah. She kind of so they're both walking towards each other, yeah. and you're at that point where you're like, oh, do I go? Do we all stay left and left, nah. or is it like, and. So at that point, she just started pushing it into people going, why won't people get out of the way with someone who's got a pram? And I'm like, well, firstly, because you're pushing your baby towards the people. That's one of the reasons. Uh, But then the big revelation was it wasn't a baby, Charlie. What was it? It was a dog. She had a dog in a pram that she was pushing at people and then complaining that they wouldn't get out of the way of her baby.
1: Wow. Which was a dog. What was the dog doing? Just lying? dog was quite enjoying it. To yeah, be honest.
0: like dog was wrapped. Yeah, and this was the other thing. So she had Which, like yeah. this is when I worked out that she was kind of like homeless or crazy or whatever. She had like a collection tin like you'd have for like the Salvation Army yeah. or the you know the Red Shield appeal or something. You put through someone's but it was like a handwritten note she'd put on it herself saying that she needed money for a dog. And she was trying to, like, beg for people for money for her dog.
1: So, the, yeah, so, so she can feed her dog, not, yeah. like, buy the dog off me. Hey, here's a dog for sale. <laughs> no, dog for sale. Dog must go. Dogs for sale. <laughs> Lovely, delicious dogs for sale. <laughs> she was actually a middle-aged Italian man. It was 1940. Brooklyn, 1940.
0: <laughs> no. Um, she, she was, like, the idea was that if you gave money, she wouldn't, like, spend it on being crazy she'd spend it on stuff for the dog yeah but no one was really giving her money for two reasons one she was trying to kill them trying with to kill tram. them with a pram and secondly the dog was in a pram charlie yeah. that dog or was already doing pretty well yeah like compared to normal dogs that have to walk around by themselves yeah. this dog like because the dog doesn't know it's a pram the dog just knows that it's been pushed around everywhere yeah the dog's wrapped the dog thinks it's a dog car the dog thinks he has a chauffeur yeah. he has a driver <laughs> He's looking at other dogs running around going, what are you doing?
1: Sorry, we were just interrupted by our respective girlfriends who made fun of us.
0: They did make fun of us. Have they ever
1: come into the service? Like, you know, sometimes they'll bring us a beer or, you know, just say they're going out or whatever. Yeah.
0: Has it ever passed without insult? (laughs) Like, there is always an insult before they walk out the door. (laughs) Certainly never been uh, associated with a compliment. No. (laughs) Like, it's never been like, keep up the good work, fellas. Yeah, no, nothing like that. Good on you guys, selflessly giving your time. Uh, to entertain people. You know, it's like, I would with so... With no financial reward. I would so love it if Gemma would listen
1: to just, like, one episode of TOEFL. I would God. I, <laughs> I, really? I I have these conversations
0: assuming that... No. That, <laughs> no partners shall ever hear. Yeah. We haven't
1: talked... Have I? I haven't said it. I know, but I her. can
0: see how somebody might take the idea that I was going to set them up with some male dildo from... It, <laughs> <saying>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She
1: says that, because she hears us talking about it all the time, doesn't want to hear it <laughs> again.
0: Yeah. Which is probably fair enough. Plenty of people on my Twitter feed who have that same... Opinion. <laughs> <laughs> really? Do you get people saying, stop plugging fop? Yeah. Fucking cretins. Please stop telling us about free, free shit that you do that we might enjoy. We really like that yeah. comedy you do. we have even paid to see you do comedy. Why are you trying to give us some free ones? Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? You showbiz asshole! Why are you taking... 140 characters or less of my day <laughs> to tell me about something you have prepared for me that I might enjoy for free. I've actually been really... Shame. Shame you. <laughs> like, seriously, sometimes that's what I feel. Like, I'm just like, dude, like, if I follow someone on Twitter... Yeah. And I... You know what? I use Twitter the way that people that I enjoy using Twitter... I, I hate when someone's like, this is how you're meant to do Twitter. Yeah. No. No. It's like, that's like saying this is how you're meant to write a book. The, who's told you how to use Twitter? Lots of people tell like they me, they say, hey, don't use it to plug your shows. People tell me things all the time. Really? There's 120,000 people who follow me on Twitter, Charlie. Yeah. Some of them have opinions. See, that's kind of weird. So, because we, when you're followed by that many people on Twitter,
1: unless you block them, anytime they mention you in a tweet, you see it, don't you? That's correct, Charlie. Mm.
0: That is absolutely correct. So you're not someone who reads like bulletin boards about yourself, right? You? No, but Twitter's different because... You can't help Unexpected it. to you. It's like someone has mailed you a letter yeah. <laughs> that says your girlfriend is fucking another guy yeah. and there's a dildo in well, it. Well, no, because they and can And you mis- have to see
1: that. They can mislead you in that first... Because, you know, you read the first line. It's like, I love Will Anderson to die.
0: <laughs> like, this person doesn't even have a great grasp of a grammar. grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Signed, Charlie Clausen. <laughs> um... So you know, people have opinions. So, but when I, so I just use Twitter. Like I think Twitter is like any other media. You can do it in whichever way you choose yeah. to do it. You can write a book in it, whatever way you want to write a book. You'd be boring if everyone made television exactly the same way. Like yeah. people use Twitter in different ways. So I'm influenced by people that I follow on Twitter and what they what I enjoy them to do. Yeah. And what I enjoy is if I enjoy someone's work, is them letting me know if they're coming to somewhere where I could see them. Yeah. Um, or if, they'd, if they've done something else that I might also enjoy. Do you think anyone. Like, please do not tell me about your oh. other things. We are interested in you for this one reason and one reason only. Tell us more
1: about what you had for lunch. Do you think there's anyone who follows you who hates you? Like, do you think anyone is that fucking masochistic that they would follow someone just to fucking be riled up? Like? Yeah,
0: definitely. Do you follow anyone you hate? Is yeah. it like a Kim Kardashian or. Yeah, heaps of people. Right. I follow heaps of people I hate stupid, I mean, I have followed a lot of porn stars, as I've mentioned before on this, for their essentially just stuff that drives me mad. A mate of mine
1: told me a story today. And this, you know, it sounds real, but it may not be verifiable. He spent quite a bit of time in LA. And uh, he used to hang out with Vinnie Jones quite a bit, you know, from Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels. Yeah, And he said that uh, Vinnie Jones coaches, the reason he was hanging out with him is Vinnie Jones coaches an amateur soccer team. And his mate was in the soccer team. And every uh, Sunday after the game, Vinny would have people back to his place for like, you know, a barbecue after the game. And he said that 90% of Vinny Jones's soccer team is made up of male porn stars. Really? Yeah. He said they're all like super tanned, fake teeth, like all really buff and all that kind of shit. And that often the porn star chicks will come down and cheer them on on a Sunday. Yeah, right.
0: Makes me want to porn is soccer. like <laughs> Porn is a lot like soccer. Mm. Like a lot like soccer, because realistically, like those guys can do it for ages. Except, really, all I want to see is like a compilation of goals. Yeah, don't, but I don't want to see. Really, oh, that's not going to download in time for me. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see the spectacular goals.
1: So the the internet must be killing porn then. Now that you can just fucking go straight to that scene that you want to see. Like, there must be no need to be making feature-length porn anymore, is there? Well, I th- I Do we even a, need
0: storylines? The biggest thing in porn, we've spoke, spoken about this before, is is parody films now. Yeah, right. Because apparently, for whatever reason, people
1: want to have their childhood memories tarnished yeah. by eight-foot cocks. Yeah,
0: I love the Flintstones, but there just was not enough fucking for mine. <laughs> I want to see Bam Bam's cock.
1: <laughs> Did you ever see, like, when, uh, when I was at high school, there used to be this, like... Um, a uh, photocopied illustration that was handed around and it was all these Disney characters having like this orgy. So like Snow White was doing it with a dwarf and like, you know, the the, the White Wish was having it off with, uh, I don't know, the Lion King or something like that. Did you ever see one of those?
0: No, but I know that's a big thing on the internet now mm. is that like, you know, yeah, you can see like um, Family Guy characters fucking each other. And it's always whatever.
1: weird when they grab someone like Bender. Yeah. Like Bender will be fucking Leela. It's like, who wants to
0: see that? <laughs> I would love that. That's where you draw your line. I don't. I'm love, happy to I, see cartoon characters fuck each other. Sure, but I don't want to see a, a robot fuck a one eyed girl. That's weird. That's though. weird. It is weird. Why is that weird? Because I. That's think That's not weird for Bender to fuck her. That's just like her using a dildo. He's a robot. He's a mechanical instrument used for her pleasure. She's just got a giant robot shaped, a Bender shaped Bender, like a, a dildo. It's like your uh, Android Funky Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Funky
1: Jack has two functions. Yeah. Would you give Funky Jack like, just say you were single? Would you give him like an optional vagina, so if you got lonely, you could have sex with him? Like I imagine a plug in f- vagina. You just have sex in his
0: cock hole, like the bit where you screw the cock on or off. You dock it. Yeah. No. 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 Not dock it. Like so, he's got a detachable penis.
1: Oh right. So you, unplugged so you can his put in whatever
0: size, shape, yeah. ethnicity, whatever that you want. It's like a mooly. You know, <laughs> it's got all the little attachments Is on it? the end.
1: Isn't moolie like a racist term for black
0: person? No, like the moolie, it was like a thing that used to be advertised on the TV and it's some sort of blender thing, a handheld sort of blender. No, it was a grater or something like that and you put different attachments in and it did different things,
1: right? Yeah. But why wouldn't you just get a vagina plug in? Why would you fuck the socket?
0: Well, I've made the socket vagina-esque. It's not very functional. It's like a transsexual. But it's a a socket. It's a
1: a power source for the adaption, right?
0: No, the socket is where you screw in the cock. The okay, so there's no it's power. The it's
1: literally just a, a hole. A hole. It's a so, vagina right, when there's okay. not a cock in it. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> new scientists should be calling any minute to uh, get our
0: specs on that design, Well, uh, we- This is probably the time to reveal that I am now in charge of Apple <laughs> and the new iCock robot <laughs> will be in charge. I-Cock robot. It's a new... I, and it's a new it, direction. It'll be called the I-
1: I-Hermaphrodite. Model- I- I-
0: yeah. And, um... It basically, like, we start out with just a couple of, like, you know, apps yeah. that you can have. And then after a while, I bring in a much better model. Yeah. Like, about six months later.
1: Oh, man, I'm so hanging. For, my I've got an iPhone 3, which I've smashed. Yeah. And I won't replace it because I just know. Yeah. You skip second, it over to the 5? Well, I just know the second I replace it, the 5 is going to come out.
0: Yeah. but So you don't think you needed C4 to understand 5? Well, no, but if I get a 4... Yeah. And then the five comes out, I yeah, just bought spewing. the old one. No, I understand what you're saying,
1: but you're just going to go three to five. Yes. Why? You yeah. think it's a bad idea? Is no, it, no. They're not that different. <laughs> <laughs> you think I can't, I can't handle
0: can't handle the five? five, man? you got three to five. <laughs> Are you serious, man? woo oh, Look at yeah. Mr. Claus. <laughs> These... Old oh, slidey fingers. Yeah, why don't you just hang out for the seven, mate? <laughs> you're that cocky. It's like
1: I get frozen in a glacier and you wake me up and like, it's like, the iPhone 45's out, Charlie. Yeah. Can you handle that, you handle motherfucker? That?
0: Yeah, um, I nearly had a meltdown when I went from the Nokia to the iPhone because I stopped using, you know, predictive, like, you know, the, 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 the buttons that are three letters, yeah. and you got so used to doing that one yeah. that when you had to type out whole words again, that sent me mental. So if you've gone 47, fucking that. like right. an iPhone, like,
1: levels up. My God, how... What what dark ages they were when we had to scroll through three letters at a time. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'd completely erased that from my memory. I'd yeah. become so used to having like the entire alphabet there. Yeah. That was horrible, horrible times. <laughs> How did people text? It's like the Great Depression of phone technology when we had to fucking text. Yeah. Fucking hell. I, was, I I got pretty good at that though. Like I could I could have like my hand in my pocket. And I reckon I could text out a sentence. I would know where the space was. I would count out was pretty good
0: yeah i I think people did get really good at it and then you just didn't need that skill anymore there's that
1: awesome scene in the departed when um matt damon is trying to let jack nicholson know the cops are going to raid his place but because he is a cop himself he can't let other cops know and he's got his hand in his pocket and he's tapping out like you know but it has to be really simple like you know mum's coming home or some fucking code word and i was always like thank god he got it right (laughs) because what if he's like slipped a couple letters like when you um there's a certain uh, spelling on the on the phone. Uh, if you spell like cock, for instance, it yep. also comes up as anal, yep. and then it comes anal. up an anal
0: cock and anal and
1: coal, cock anal and coal. Yeah, that's yep. it. Cock yeah.
0: anal and coal. My lawyers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he could have accidentally sent that to Jack Nicholson. Like it just said, the code word was coal,
0: yep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and he accidentally texts out anal question mark.
0: Yeah, the, 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 a really different is, is, ending to that movie do, do, do you want some coal that's what they're meant to ask because there's some deal involved <laughs> with this coal so it's a great thing that if it gets caught <laughs> but, I can just see that scene where Jack's saying
1: if you get caught the cold word is do you want coal <laughs> <laughs> and one And you cut got Matt Damon's character saying Are you sure we should maybe not pick a word That could be miswritten as anal or cock I said
0: call <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, So yeah I, No I'm the same I'm on the o- iPhone 3 at the moment And I've been doing that sort of thing of going, Oh the five's coming Yeah but is
1: it I heard did you hear because it's Fukushima It's because the, the lenses for the camera were being made in Fukushima. This is what I've heard This is what, on the internet, so it could be a total fact. But uh, apparently they were meant to come out in the start of the year and then the earthquake happened and so they've lost all their lenses. Puts That's it into perspective a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah.
0: Now we've all suffered. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now we can all feel the same pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to some very dark places. No, no, no. I'm, I'm feeling the pain. Really? Yeah, I'm feeling the empathy.
1: Do you think it makes people think about it? Do you think any... All those fucking I, Apple? You know, there's those Apple... What are they like? They're like a clan. They always turn up on the first day of like a new Apple product. Yeah. Do you think that they have anger in their hearts for Fukushima? Do you think anyone is like, fuck man, I really wanted my iPhone 5?
0: Yeah, now that I've heard this, I am. I gave money to the Japanese um, earthquake uh, the other day in the city, in Sydney. Uh, I was going to the opera house for, for a show and um, I... Uh, there's a little uh, Japanese, almost te- a tent city sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And tent so embassy? Yeah, it's like yeah. a tent embassy, but it's actually not. A, that's what it looked like to me originally. And I've just walked by and I'm like, oh, fucking hippies building these fucking, you know, little tents and shit that's made out of, like, what is this shit? This is like, in, you know, the Harbour Bridges over there. It's not fucking ruining this place. Oh, my God. And no, well, I didn't know what it was at that When stage. did you turn
1: into Clint Eastwood <laughs> from Gran Torino? I
0: was like, I'm going to ring talk about radio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> about these Asians.
1: When, coming. oh, when, oh, when.
0: <laughs> I'm not a racist, but... Uh, no, I didn't realise it was even a racial thing at that point. I just saw some badly constructed housing Mm. and i was like what the what the fuck is this anyway it turns out it was a a monument uh to the japanese and these are some of the examples of shelters that are being used in in japan for people right now and these were the tiny little spaces that these people obviously yeah living in and having to live in day by day and then they had just collection like you know jars around and i thought it was actually very uh effective yeah suddenly i was just like oh shit right yeah, that's okay. like fucking great marketing. Yeah, it was really good. I gave him heaps of money. So I feel like I made those trucks. Yeah, right. <laughs> how much is it? How much is your soul cost, Bill? I should have got a receipt. I could have claimed it on my tax now that we've spoken about it on the podcast. Um, <laughs> they would have gone, This charity is not tax deductible. I said, Not for you guys, <laughs> but I have a plan. <laughs> um, so the gig I was doing yeah. uh, at the Opera House. Um, was for this uh, comedy festival called uh, Just for Laughs who when are we- the, the Montreal Comedy Festival. Yeah. and um, When was this? The other night. Yeah, Saturday night. And they were in Australia having this big weekend where they brought out some of the the biggest comedians in the world. So um, Like were, the tallest and all the heaviest. Well, John Cleese was on. <laughs> he would be one of the tallest comedians in the world. And Martin Short was on. Ah! So it was the long and tall of it. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh my god. Yeah, no, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't think even that is the expression. Is that the expression? It's the the, long the short and short and tall, of it. The long and short of it.
1: I yeah. said the long and tall of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's how porn star describes <laughs> his cock.
1: When he goes to audition for a porno, he pulls out his dick and they say, is that it? And he's going, well, that's the long and the tall of it.
0: That would be a great um, American sort of uh, show. You know, like there's, there's one on the moment. I don't know what the name of it is, uh, but I think Breck and Meyer and the guy who was in um, Saved by the Bell are in it. Mark, Paul, John, Paul Gra- Gosler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the one. Matthew, Mark,
1: Luke and John Gosler. Yeah.
0: And, and they're in it and they're like, you know, young lawyers who shoot from the hip and do crazy oh, yeah, stunts in yeah, yeah. court. Like, I think you could have two wacky porn stars, long and tall, and they could be like living in a house together, or whatever their adventures in male porn. And but when they shoot from the hip, it means a completely <laughs> different thing. So uh, John Cleese was hosting it. And um, Louis C.K., who's like the, yeah, the, the biggest yeah, alternative comic in the world. Alt-comic. Yeah, exactly. Totally. The comics comic. Yeah. Uh, Dimitri Martin, who I'm sure a lot of people know. Uh, Martin Short, as I mentioned. Uh, and Russell Howard, who's like a really big star in the UK right now. And they had asked me to do these shows. And, but they asked me months ago. But it was um, uh, meant to be a secret, a surprise. Yeah. And so I was not allowed to tell anybody that I was doing these shows. We took a week off my shows that I was doing so that I could do them or whatever, but I was like a surprise guest. Yeah. But but to me, the whole time I was a surprise guest, I was just like, I'm not a good surprise. No one's going to be, like, surprised or excited that <laughs> I'm on. Like, they might be surprised, but not in a, like, yay, ah, like, oh, awesome, but more in a, ah, oh, he's from here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pay to see someone from here. Um. And I also worried that... If but you- hang on,
1: I would... If I went to see, like, a lineup of uh, international comics, I would always assume that the special guest is going to be Australian. Isn't it just like a convention? Yeah, but it, it
0: wasn't a- even advertised as a special guest. It didn't say, like, with special guest. Oh, guests. you were literally a surprise. Yeah, okay. it wasn't like Hall and & Oates and right. Ice House. Yeah, right. Like, it was, like, literally and special guests. Yeah. No, but it wasn't even that. It was just, like, I was really just... Yeah, so John Cleese is there, so everyone's like, oh, it's going to be Michael Palin! Yeah. You know? <laughs> It's going to be that guy who played Manuel. Apparently, Rowan Atkinson was there during the day. Oh, really? Yeah, just rocked up in his Rolls Royce. For for the Johnny English premiere. Is that why he's here? Yeah. Have you
1: seen... Apparently, there's a film called Johnny English (laughs) 2. Have you seen... I've never seen so much publicity for a film that I would think
0: doesn't warrant that much publicity. Was that a big hit? The first one a big hit? No. Rowan Atkinson's much like you. He went from no Johnny English straight to Johnny English (laughs) 2. He skipped over Johnny English one. He, he didn't need the update. No, it was kind of a hit. It was like it's a James Bond spoof. I mean, I yep. get it from the poster, but yeah,
1: like, did it warrant a sequel? And not, I mean, of course, films make sequels all the time to yep. shit films. But there's so much publicity. It's on every fucking in, in Sydney anyway. I don't yep. know about the rest. They're of having the world premiere in Sydney. Well, premiere like Hyde Park. It's covered with flags of Ron Atkinson. But the weird thing is, it's. It's not a... He looks kind of legitimately like a spy. Like, I don't
0: know. It's... I'm just... I don't know. I'm thrown by it. Charlie, I've I've, I've put this theory forward before. Yeah. But it was my theory about the Green Lantern. Right. You knew what the Green Lantern movie was going to be like by the fact that Ryan Reynolds was coming to Australia yeah. to promote it. Yeah. Right? Well, taking that a step further, you know what Johnny English 2 is going to be like if they're having the world premiere of the movie. Yeah. In a park in Sydney.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just... Like when they did their market research, yep. why did they say, you know who's going to love this? Australians. No, they
0: went, you know who's got a park free that night? <laughs> <laughs> for whatever reason, let's call, <laughs> Rowan really wants to do the premiere in a park. It's just like, let's call right around the world. <laughs> yeah, I can see the marketing meeting. They're
1: like, let's uh, try America first. Hello, America. Yeah, <laughs> wonder if we could have that. Oh, no, we can't. Oh, all the parks <laughs> are full. Okay, cool. Let's call England. Hello, England. Yeah, we've got Johnny English too. We'd like. Oh, oh, you're going to be washing your hair. Oh, that's okay. We just need to, sp- all, all the spaces go, okay. <laughs> like, they go through every country. Zimbabwe. <laughs> Johnny English too. Uh, oh, no. No, 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 no Johnny English.
0: I, I-, <laughs> <laughs> I got mildly racist in the middle.
1: That was my African. I'm sorry.
0: What was that? Was that meant to be the Zimbabwe like an at the other end of the phone? Yeah. Or was it <laughs> Me clearing my throat. Was that their attempt at like connecting with them, even though they said the rest of their. Oh no, that's him Because it connect. was like someone ringing France, going, Yeah, g'day, France. Bonjour. Yeah. Anyway, we yeah, want to do yeah. the Johnny English sequel. Bonjour. <laughs> Just throw in one word to show sure yeah. I'm making them 10. Yeah. So you're ringing up Zimbabwe and you're like, Hey, Zimbabwe. <laughs> 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 some rooster What's <laughs> the book apart for the Johnny English 2 premiere. I can only assume from the phone call I've just taken that Johnny English 2 has been promoted (laughs) by a rooster. (laughs) 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 Ah, So anyway, Rowan Atkinson had been there during the day, but he wasn't on the show. Um, I I, I was on the show. And uh, so it was very exciting. But right until the moment that it happened, because you're not on the poster, you assume that you might not be in the show. Because there's always a moment up until then where you could not be in the show. Yeah. Because no one knows you're meant to be there. No one's going to know you're missing. So, oh, my God, that's horrifying. Well, for three, that's like
1: what a kidnapper would say to his victim. For three months. No one knows you're here. Yeah. So no one's going to know if you're missing.
0: Yeah. But well, that's what it's like. Yeah. Right. And so I had been like, this was a dream gig for me because John Cleese, man, like one of the, I mean, he was in Monty Python. He's, you know, Basil Fawlty, one of the all time great comedians and like I was going yeah. to I mean there's like Hail and Pace
1: Monty Python come <laughs> the Fritter that's how it goes isn't it the Holy Trinity <laughs> the music man
0: <laughs> hopefully <Yeah. laughs> uh, so um, Thursday the gigs on Saturday Thursday I've had a dental emergency so um, I'm just biting into a free fantail. Uh-uh. We'd gone to a restaurant for lunch, and like you know, afterwards when yeah they give you the change, they, they give you some lollies. They gave us two fantas, two. What what yeah. you yeah. eat, like the Royal Muppet Show or something. <laughs> it doesn't like sound like a fancy restaurant giving out fantails. No, so they gave up fantas, and so we I I took these fantails home, and I was by myself at home, and I thought you know what I might fancy those fantas. Who is this celebrity? Um, Actually, tell me, give me the clue, see if I can guess it. I can't give you the clue, Charlie, because for the first time ever in my life, I've eaten a fantail and not read the paper because here's what happened. The fantail went in my mouth and my tooth came out of my mouth. Whole tooth in the fantail.
1: Are you the fly?
0: I I didn't read the wrapping because I wrapped my tooth and the fantail in the wrapping and put them in the bin. Because my tooth was... Aren't big. you meant to put it
1: into milk? <laughs> and take it to a dentist? It's
0: like, this is delicious fanta of flavor <laughs> of milk. <laughs> uh, look, the bad news is you've lost your tooth. Nah. The good news is we have invented a delicious new flavor <laughs> of milkshake. <laughs> I'd love it if you rip out your tooth and you're like, fuck, what am I meant to do? Ah, uh, put it in my ass. <laughs> 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 Go
1: to the dentist it's, like, it's okay, doc. No. I dig what you're meant to do in you your lizard tooth and I put it up my ass.
0: I just put it back in there. <laughs> For weeks later, people are like, your breast smells like shit. No anesthetic. Uh, it's not a real tooth. I got um, some of my teeth knocked out when I was uh, a teenager playing football. And so they're like rebuilt false. Okay. Tooth. So it wasn't that it didn't come out at the root? No. Okay. But basically, what is left is a massive hole in my mouth because it's a whole complete rebuilt yeah. tooth. So I have these like sharp edges and a massive hole in my mouth so I know this is an emergency Um, I ring to see if I can get in that night I can't get in that night but I can get in the next morning and the whole time I'm panicking because I'm like I'm not going to get to do this gig this this gig that I know can't speak can't speak my mouth is all swollen I'm I'm lispy when it doesn't have the tooth in it after I've had the operation then it's uh, it's okay but um, so I'm just there the whole time going well I can't I can't do this gig and if I just ring them up and say I can't do the gig you know what they're going to say "Eh, fair enough no one knew you were uh so, so, so I'm like panicking. So I've, got, I've gone to the dentist the next day. Like they've done the best job on like just getting it all done and whatever. And so I, I've gone and um, done the gig on uh, on Saturday night. And uh, all I wanted to do was meet John Close because you know John so Close, John Close. And beforehand, they kept everyone separated. They kept everybody apart. And so I thought like the wrestling, oh. yeah. <laughs> We were all dissing each other in different rooms on microphones. You get
1: filmed as you're coming through the underground car park and crowd cheers. You get your bag over your shoulder and they're like, did you hear John Cleese is going to be here tonight? And you're like, take off your sunglasses. (laughs) Let me just say this. Greg goes, yeah. When John Cleese tells a joke, I
0: ain't laughing. (laughs) Here's my silly walk. (laughs) Um, So... uh, very
1: was, specific joke. That was for the <laughs> wrestling fans out there, of
0: which there are probably five. I've watched a bit of wrestling on the weekend. Yeah, It was good. It's good. I told you, it's good again. Yeah, was, CM Punk. Yeah, well, CM Punk uh, and Triple H, because Triple H is like, you know, taking over now from Vince McMahon. Yeah. And uh, they were having a business meeting where Triple H was trying to pull CM Punk back in the line. CM Punk wants to shake shit up, Charlie. <laughs> I know. Sh- CM Punk is sick of the way wrestling is now.
1: She P- CM Punk is telling it like it is. Yeah, He's not trying to make any friends. He wants out of this business.
0: Yeah, he wants out of the business. And you know where he's going to you tell know what he is? That? In the business.
1: You <laughs> know what he is? It's fascinating. CM Punk is Steve Austin for Generation Y. Because yeah. Steve Austin was the first fucking renegade wrestler yeah. who went against the system and like made fun of the whole sort of construct of the corporation. You yeah. know, But I think you couldn't do Steve Austin now because he was too simple. Like it was too, you know, his values were too simple. But now CM Punk is like this grungy, kind of smart-ass, ironic. He's got a bit of self-loathing, you know what I mean? Like he's an emo.
0: Yeah, so CM Punk and Triple H, who should, in another world, be friends. Yeah. Because you know what? They're both the same sort of guys. Yeah. They're both guys who've done it hard. They're fucking, you know, have fought their way up. Yeah, right. But now they're conflicted because Sam Punk is what Triple H used to be. Yeah. You know, Let's he's a rebel,
1: him. and Triple H is working for the man. He
0: is the. No, he's not working for the man. He is the man. Oh, working. right. He's because. Is that he, what he said? He's in the suit. Right? <laughs> you ain't working for the man. Yeah. You are the man. Yeah. And so, firstly, so they're having this business meeting. Yeah. In the middle of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. (laughs) Weddings, business meetings, (laughs) mediation sessions. But So they put a desk in there. Like, you know, so it's like literally they're having like a business meeting. (laughs) (laughs) Triple H is in his suit and CM Punk's there just in his like wrestling gear with his like feet up on the table and shit. And Triple H is just trying to pull him back in line. And like they're talking about the business and CM Punk is talking about what he doesn't like about the business and Triple H is talking about what the fans do like and how they're trying to do it. I'm like, I mean talk about openness in business like I mean if you're a shareholder of the WWE you know exactly what's going on at management level at all times because like imagine if the AFL worked like that imagine if you could turn on the TV and see contract negotiations between players and coaches
1: and they've got the desk out in the middle of the MCG But when there's a desk in a, yeah. in a wrestling ring, that means someone's gone through it, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. This- That's
1: what I love about the wrestling <laughs> is when they have something set up in a ring yeah. and like it'll be like a table with cakes on it or it'll be like an ice vase. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the, the thrilling thing is when will they use it to <laughs> smash the other person
0: over the head? It would be great if you did see a wrestling match where there was something quite clearly Set up that they just didn't use. Yeah. And you, like for That's the rest a, of the there's week, there's like a you, giant hammer. Yeah. Or something like that The most obvious thing to smash someone yeah. with. Not once. Not once. Not once. <laughs> Never <laughs> explain it. They just leave again. <laughs> it's a plate glass <laughs> window in the middle of the ring. And all week, you would just have this <laughs> nagging feeling as you went about your day. You'd be like, what was that in the why am I was so off? I was I so off this week? It's just slightly out. It's that fucking hammer. <laughs> So, they're having this business meeting in the middle of the ring. Yeah. And uh, what I love about this is that they're like talking to the fans, but the fan about like where wrestling should be going. But all the fans are there watching. So, half of them are kind of like, yeah, you're right, CM Punk. Wrestling does need shaking up. <laughs> and the other half are like, we're here. Like, wrestling's okay. Like, we've come out of our houses and paid money to be here. Don't criticise the thing we've chosen <laughs> is okay enough to come to. And so like, both sides are really conflicted because they all love wrestling. Yeah. They all want wrestling to be awesome. Yeah. Some of them are just like, well, we well we're like wrestling, okay we like wrestling the way it is now. Yeah. yeah, And others are like, we have to have a revolution. We have to throw it out. Yeah. And it, what I, I realised in this moment was, Charlie, that it wasn't Triple H <laughs> and CM Punk who were up there. It was Martin Luther King and Malcolm X because – it was. That's what it was. The it was ni- two same people. I- same ideals. Yeah. Same. They wanted the same outcome. They just had different ways of going about. But it. isn't
1: Triple H corrupted by the system?
0: Well, that's. But that was what Malcolm X thought about. Martin Luther King. Love like Martin Luther King. He goes, "Yeah, we've got to you, shake it up. You become. You, you know, can't do it within the system. You can't do it within the system. You have to fucking shake it up. He was. Uh, Triple H was Professor X. Yeah. And and CM Punk is, Pan 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 is Magneto. That's that's what was happening at at the wrestling. So how does that relate to John Cleese? In no way at all. <laughs> so, so beforehand. I'd like to say that as of all our 12-minute
1: diversions, that was my most favourite because I actually got to the point and was like, how did we get from the opera house
0: to CM Punk is Malcolm X? So John Cleese. Uh, I didn't get to meet him beforehand. We were all being kept separately. And I was wondering if I would get to meet him at all. So the first act, Russell Howard's gone on, done his spot, and they do this thing in the show where they call them back. And um, you go back on stage and you give everyone a wave. So Russell's run across the stage and hugged John Cleese. And John seemed really up for that. And everyone cheered. And I just went, oh, I want to hug John Cleese. But then I'm like, well, in that situation, when I finish, am I allowed to go and hug John Clayton? Is this a thing that everyone's doing now? Yeah. Or will it look really naff because, you know. Someone else has done Someone that else that. has already hugged him. Yeah. Do I have to take it up a level? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah I was going to say, I just go and start sucking his dick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Give me a <your> faulty tower. <laughs>
0: Imagine that in front of 3,000 people. I'll give you a fist called Wanda. (laughs) At the Opera House. If I went over and started sucking John Cleese's dick. You should totally have done that. That would have just been, I mean, it'd be memorable. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, no matter what happened for that whole night, people would have been like.
1: There's no way Russell Peters... uh, Russell Howard is topping you with this hug. <laughs> People are talking about your, what you did to John Cleese that night, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, if, if, you, if someone said to you, hey, Will Anderson sucked off John Cleese at the Sydney Opera House, you wouldn't be like, did anyone hug him first? No. No. But then if Martin Short came out and shat on him,
1: <laughs> no one would be talking about you. Oh, no, they would. They would say,
0: first of all, Will Anderson sucks his dick, <laughs> and Man. Martin Short comes out, and the three amigos. No. <laughs> Dressed as a bat, <laughs> and she's on his car. <laughs> um, uh, so I finished my spot and I hugged him because. Oh, thought, cool. Well, I was thought he, was you know he what? Cool with it? Yeah, he was. He was totally was it cool Come here. He was. It <laughs> yeah. was really like that. And then we went off stage and we had a, a chat off stage and it was really, um, it was really fun. But um, there was just part of me that re- realized that I didn't really care what other people thought. Yeah. This was pros- possibly and probably and most likely. The only situation in my life where I was ever gonna get to hug John Close. No. And I didn't care what people thought. Yeah. Cause like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Why would why would you not yeah, yeah. hug John Close? And yet, Charlie Is he a good hugger? Oh Is it a
1: warm embrace? It was a warm I imagine he feels quite good fatherly. You know what it felt like, Charlie? What? Home. Oh. <laughs> I imagine he would. <laughs> I felt like Home that. and whiskey. <laughs>
0: And a slight hint of bitterness at his ex-wife <laughs> um so uh only the second most thing that uh second most exciting thing that happened this week though charlie mm. because last week on our little podcast that we have called tofop um it was our 50th uh, episode mm-hmm. our 50th anniversary special and we left a pause <laughs> for people to acknowledge that yeah by clapping and I said to people, Charlie, if you did indeed clap, could you hit us up on our Facebook page and tell us that you clapped, or tell us if you clapped and where you clapped? And there was quite a lot. It gave me a really insight into where people listen to this show, Charlie. <laughs> like. And it's not necessarily the places that I assumed. Like what there are, we are we people listening to this in in class in school. Yeah, when they're meant to be being educated, Charlie. They are being educated. Toe Toe-fop Toe-fop facts. Toe facts. <laughs>
1: Imagine. Kids, you don't need school. Maths, English, whatever. Topop Facts will get you through any situation.
0: If you're doing an essay at the end of the year... And now, I'm not saying do this on purpose. <laughs> if you know the answers, please do not do this on purpose. However, if you are in a scenario where you don't know the answer and you thought, well, I might, I'm not going to lose any points for having a crack at that, <laughs> could you... Put the answer there and then just in a little circle, like the trademark circle, yeah. just put TF. Definitely. And references it, a TOEFOP fact. <laughs> because make up anything, just take a pun at any yeah.
1: fact and just sign it that TF. That sounds
0: believable. Yeah. That's the thing. You've got to have full confidence that yeah. the thing you're saying may be true Yeah. or should be true, Yeah. even if it's not true. Yeah. So... Um, I asked people to, uh, so like, I'd say there were people listening in the classroom. There was a lot of people driving, which was what I kind of expected. Yeah. But there was also like people were, like you know, at the gym. It gave me a, an insight
1: yeah. into the world of TOEFL. I actually was quite touched, I must admit, when I read. Because yeah. it was quite a lot of people who wrote in, and there's like people who had like, taken their the time out of their day yeah. to clap. Someone, that,
0: had, uh, listened, someone had listened twice and clapped twice. I was like, wow. You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you hate yourself? No, I think I would like to listen twice just to see what stories we didn't finish. (laughs) (laughs) Jot them down for any time I ever met us to ask a series of questions (laughs) that had no resolution. Um, And then, Charlie, not on our TOFOP page, not through our TOFOP email, but through my personal email, I got an email from someone who had clapped. Someone... Who had excited me that they clapped? Someone that I could have never, in a million years, imagined would listen to a podcast like this, clapped. Charlie, they clapped. Does the name? <laughs> and but when you well, should that, I guess? <clears throat> okay, yeah, yeah. Let's guess. Let's definitely <laughs> guess. All right, okay. right great. Uh, it's like a fantail question. Yeah. It's, so <laughs>
1: before we set your tooth. Read the back of
0: the fence. Um, uh, okay, no, no. I'm going to let you... Um, we'll just do like the, you know, yes or no okay. question, so you All can right. just ask me. Okay. Yep. Uh,
1: is it... Am I a male? Yes. Um, am I
0: older than you? Yes. Am I an athlete? No. You thought about that? Not back. professionally. What? I have no idea if he's an athlete in real life. All right. Not professional athlete. So I don't even really know that much of what he looks like.
1: That's oh, a clue. That's, that's a, a clue. clue. Am I... Am I? <laughs> am I the guy who Stig from uh, <laughs> from uh, that yes, Charlie, show?
0: the Stig <laughs> from Top Gear. We well, you said you didn't know what he looked so like. at an email. <laughs> uh, I knew it was him because the email address was the at topgear.com. <laughs> So I was like, you know what? That's, you know, that's got to be the Stig.
1: That, that joke would have been better if it was six months earlier when actually people didn't know who the Stig was. I just couldn't think of someone that was in the Stig. Okay, so you, you don't know what they look like.
0: Yeah. Um, Although I, I will say that I, I verified who it was, like that it really was his person okay. because their email is one of those style of emails. Okay. It was their name at theplacetheywork.com. Okay. Am I in the
1: entertainment industry? Yes,
0: definitely. Am I an actor? Uh, I have acted I I think maybe you've acted But that's not what you're known for Am I a comedian? Uh, You're funny But that's not what you're known for Am I uh, Am I uh, Am
1: I involved in the film industry? Uh, I don't think so Well that's certainly not what you're known for Am I in radio? Uh, Kind of That's close (laughs) Am I in podcasting? No Am I in television? Yes Fuck this is (laughs) (laughs) Alright Am I Australian? You are Australian? Am I a journalist? Uh, no, I wouldn't say you were a journalist. <laughs> I would say you were not So you're not Andrew Bolt. I'm <laughs> no, oh, it's Andrew <laughs> Bolt, yeah. I'm
0: going to give you a clue. All right. You are best known, or oh, I am best known, this person is best known, for three words. Three Such words. Such is life, Ned Kelly. <laughs>
1: Ned Kelly emailed you, they found his bones, <laughs> the corpse reanimated,
0: emailed you and said, well, I've been missing <laughs> the He's like, they've come up with technology that has let me do this, <laughs> but for some reason they put in this spooky voice. <laughs> he said, You have to spread the word to the world that A, I clapped, <laughs> and B, the actual quote was, Such is life, hopefully. <laughs> Nobody. Why are well, you getting more like uh, <laughs> ethnic <laughs> <laughs> than Killavi, bitch? I was just on the phone <laughs> to this rooster <laughs> who wanted a pie. Yeah, I know. In now Grand Rowan, now look, who's racist.
1: <laughs> and you're racist trying to be an Australian. That's weird. Uh, okay, okay. So, um, three
0: words. Yeah, he's known for three words. Shame, shame, shame. No, that's one word repeated three times. No, that's three words. No, it's it one is word repeated three times.
1: Okay, all right. But, you know, I can understand how This I'm guy's playing. known for three separate words. said <laughs> <laughs> in a row. This could be, if you were a lawyer trying to lead the witness, you'd be like, this is the dumbest motherfucker. I don't know how many ways to fucking plant plant the fucking guilty party on him. What? So he's three words. He's a male? He's Australian? Like, now this is so hard, Will. I oh, know. Give me another clue.
0: Okay. Um, he. he
1: an, oh, hang on. Can I just c- clarify? Not yes. an actor. He's not an actor. Not an actor, not an athlete, not a commentator, not a journalist. An
0: entertainer who's maybe involved in the film industry. Yeah, uh, no, no, feel, he, uh, like entertainment industry. He's a he's someone whose face you that probably don't know, but he's involved in television. A producer. He's, he's like a radio host. John Blackman. He's known you're very close now. You're <laughs> okay. getting closer. Okay. And he's known for three words. Price Buster, Ollie Martin. Sale
1: of the century. No. Oh,
0: <laughs> now you're definitely in the right side. Oh God, Gavin Wood. <laughs> oh, you're so close. <laughs> so close. Um
1: Oh, oh God, Jono Coleman! No, everyone knows what he looks like. Yeah. And John o. is that his name? Johnny Coleman? No, it's John Owen. Is it John C- John o. Yeah. O. Coleman? Yeah, no Jonathan name. Coleman, John o. and Dano. Everyone knows what he looks like. So, it's someone on radio, yep. the Spoon Man. <laughs> it's not the spoon. <laughs> three words. <laughs> Fuck! I didn't say his name was three words. Ah, <laughs> oh. uh, give me the first word of the three words. Is Come. it? <laughs> If the next two words are on me, I don't know who you're talking about.
0: Charlie, the second word is on. It's not. It is. The first word is come. The second word is
1: on. Uh, uh, it's only uh, come on, Aussie. <laughs> come on, Irene or Eileen. <laughs>
0: come on, kids. <laughs> the puppet from Come On, Kids. The Twinkie Winkie Dink. <laughs> and yes, uh, <laughs> international listeners, there was an Australian TV show called Come On, Kids. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case think uh, Charlie's making that up.
1: Come on. Come on. I
0: don't, all right, what's the last one? <laughs> Down. Come on, on down. down. Ian Turpy. No. <laughs> now, here's something interesting, Charlie. Many people think that Ian Turpy did come up with the phrase, come on down. Yeah. But the actual originator of the phrase, come on down, was today's mystery celebrity. <sighs> <laughs> I'm sure he's wrapped. <laughs> Larry Emder. <laughs> <laughs> this idea. No, who is it? John Deeks. John Deeks speaking. Yes. No. Okay. John Deeksy Deeks. That's
1: amazing because I know John Deeks very well because I used to watch his TV shows that he announced on all the time. Yeah. But I couldn't. I knew there was Pete Smith. Yep. And the Pete other Smith one. Pete Smith speaking. And there's a, there's John Deeks and who was the other guy? There was one more. Gavin Wood. Gavin Wood. Yeah. Right. So I was
0: in the fucking ballpark. You were definitely in the ballpark. <laughs> Come on, really <move> through me. <laughs> You were like a pitcher who was in the ballpark, but you kept throwing pitchers at third base. It's <laughs> just like anywhere but at the batter. I'm throwing them into the crowd, throwing them to the ground. Yeah, John Deeks. Wow, he yeah. listens
1: to the show. Yeah,
0: John Deeks is... Oh, no, no, I shouldn't actually I I I say what his email is, should I? No. Um, so, <laughs> <don't> <laughs> say that, no, I, no, I almost said it by mistake. Yeah, don't That's don't. how I knew that it was him, though, because it was an official... Hey, what did he say about the show? And then he listened to it, and he was driving to a gig, and he clapped. That's amazing. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm totally like, impressed. Like that guy who, like I have like listened to, you know, just growing up has been part of like you know yeah, that world. Impressed. Come on down, John Deeks. Listen to Duke this. John Deeks
1: speaking. Now, do you reckon we could get? I into mean, a he record... probably
0: would he record an intro for us? Oh, how fucking good would that be? What oh, is His day can't be, his day can't be full, can it, Deeksy? Is I your don't day know. full, Deeksy? Nice. Like I mean, when you're doing those voiceovers, that's not going to take up all day. I'm sure
1: he could squeeze one in for us. Squeeze but but for you know, us.
0: voiceover guys, they're like
1: one of the highest paid professions in the country. Like, he doesn't need to do... <laughs> he doesn't need to help
0: us out. I understand that, Charlie, but I... i, I has got like... Op- I've like, often got paid in return for my work too and I've chosen not to for, <laughs> for this experience. So if <laughs> I have to suffer, so should John so, Deeks. is coming down with us, Charlie. <laughs> I would be thrilled if that were the case. I was very excited. It generally, it was like... It just was like... Because it was... Completely did, surprising. Do you call him Deeksy? Oh, I'm calling him Deeksy. Deeksy. hit us up if you clap. At the website, Deeksy. yeah. Hit us if you, you want to, if you want to record like yeah. an intro for the show, we, we would, would love that. We would love that. We'd be wrapped. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'd be great if you could record an intro, but also um, he he could record a uh, "It's time to wrap this up." Yeah, what's Because he used to
1: say something at the end, didn't yeah. he? He
0: would announce who the major sponsors
1: were or something like yeah, that. Yeah, maybe all all that. the credits of the show. Yeah. If yeah. we had
0: sponsors, he could announce that. We don't have any. This sponsors. was a, a, a non intelligent production or something like, yeah, that. like that. Yeah, we could definitely. Yeah. This was a toe foot production. On behalf of the. Dot, 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 was it was one of those? I don't know. Anyway,
1: uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be really cool. Um, speaking of wrapping it yep. up, fucking hell, man. We've been doing some long
0: podcasts lately. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm hmm. Was that like, mm hmm. We uh-huh. have sugar. Mm <laughs> hmm. Uh-huh. We sure do. You love those long podcasts, don't you, sugar?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Um. So um, uh, you can check out the Facebook page. Yes. We have our own Twitter account,
0: TweetFop. Yeah. TweetFop. And and yeah, so Facebook, that's like that's where mostly we hang out, yeah, is those much. two places. Yeah, you've been um, very active lately.
1: If you actually want to interact with Will in a way that doesn't offend him, like Instant Messenger, yeah. <laughs> you can hit him up on Facebook, he normally responds. Yeah, I, I, like, I like our Facebook page. You know, someone was saying the other day... Um, uh, You had, they'd posted something and you had answered them and you wrote three or four responses in a row. Yeah. And they assumed it was you and I having a conversation. And she said, Oh, it's so funny. It's like, you know, them watching a a single person having a bipolar discussion, like a, a one person.
0: It was like, uh, yeah, actually, that, actually is. Is what that's, <laughs> that was Will having yeah. a bipolar discussion with himself yeah. so you're right it was exactly like that um, I'm doing some shows I'm on Sydney at the moment for another three weeks um, at the Sydney Comedy Store and then I've got uh, gigs uh, all over the country but uh, I know Rockhampton um, Newcastle Port Macquarie and uh, Perth are all on sale at the moment So there's a guy um, on
1: Twitter I think Super Cujo oh yeah from he started, started a petition to, to get TOEFOP uh uh, over to Perth, like a yeah. online petition, live TOEFOP Yeah, after my shows over there. Yeah, yeah. I, I checked the hashtag. Yeah, overwhelming response. Yeah, one him. Yeah, was it just him?
0: <laughs> well, as long as he is willing to pay a thousand dollars for the ticket to cover Charlie's cost of coming over, <laughs> or if I am willing to pay a thousand dollars of my own money just to have you over so we can do a private podcast for him. That's a bit creepy. Yeah, totally.
1: Hookers at least have to be $2,000. <laughs> That'd be 1000 bucks each. I'm not going to tell it That's like one of those situations where if it was like, you know, a chic or something like that, we'd have to get like half a million to do like a 20-minute tofa for his daughter's wedding. P- for doing well, You know how you, you, know, you, you, know, you always hear that like Tom Cruise like, was... Yeah,
0: she was like, oh, look, we either one at Elton John's? Surte <laughs> 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 de Soleil or tofa <laughs> for
1: 20 minutes.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine
1: that? Like fucking uh, muse have just left the stage at this girl's 21st and then we come out and it's just like 20 minutes of discussions about fucking blowjobs and sex robots.
0: I got offered to do this gig at the launch of a new room and um, uh, I can't do it because I just had a, a clash. And uh, But it, I was going to do 20 minutes of stand-up and then bring on Neil Finn and he was going to play. And I would love that because I love Neil Finn. But there's another part of me that's so glad I had a clash that night because... I don't want to dirty up Neil Finn's fucking classy shit with my horrible shit. You know what I mean? Like, Neil Finn has done so much for the world of music that he does not deserve (laughs) to have to have his fucking niceness fucking messed up with my filth. I I felt bad for him. I felt bad for him that somebody was offering me this gig. So, uh, uh, yeah, I couldn't do it. (laughs) Ah uh, yes, yeah, so uh, I'm doing shows. Um, uh, th- that's great. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh wow, I was trying to pick that up. So. We're
1: we'll just we're gonna set the, we're gonna set the podcast in oh. the middle of a wrestling ring. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm like um, Martin Luther King. Will's more like Malcolm X. Yeah, I guess we would be. I'm Professor X. You're Magneto. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Because you are a bit definitely more counterculture than me. You're more of a like rebel rouser. You're more unique. I'm a bit more. Hey, just, you know, nice guy, work within the system. You're like, oh, I'm going fuck on my the own. Yeah, fuck the system. On principle. I guess in any male friendship, you can always break them down into who's Magneto, who's Professor X. Yeah. And my first my two f- my first two names are Charles Xavier, so
0: no. makes sense. Right. I'm Charles Xavier. And, <laughs> and you're and w- I- Will Nito. <laughs> and I am an old gay man. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so <laughs> I'm Charlie Clausen. I'm Will Anderson.